episode 55 of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. This might be the first episode in which you've said the number without first asking me what the number was. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I, 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 I've had time. I sort of missed that that little pre, pre-show pre warm-up we do where you ask me the number. Okay. I'm going to be all well, off What's today. next week? 56. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank you. Good. I'm Eric Mickles. I was nervous. I'm Nick Gunning. And uh, with the, I already said the, now you got me all screwed up. I was doing so well. I know. We talk about book news, author news, and literary events. Yeah. And other things. We do. Do we sometimes. talk about literary events? Sometimes. Okay. Like, uh... Occasionally, sure. Awards. Those are literary yeah, okay. events. you're right. So you're there right. you go. Yep, I've been proven wrong. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk some nonfiction. We're going to talk yeah. the best nonfiction that's out there. Who, it's The Guardian. According to The Guardian. Yes. So we'll dig so, into that a little bit later. Uh, if you haven't listened to our previous episode, you should uh, go and check that one out now so that you'll, you know, follow along with this one. We talked about the first five of that one. Yes. So, and you know what? Now I don't remember what episode it was. Well, it's I'm called glad, All the Nonfiction. I'm glad you brought it up. So, just peruse our Yeah. Archive. It's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. That's, that's part of it. Yeah. Go find the first time we did The Guardian. I think it's in the 40s. Book. Yeah. It was a while it ago. It doesn't matter. Anyway, right now, we're going to talk about what we've been reading. Oh, I was hoping we would start with our new uh, app idea segment. I'll save it for later. You have a new app? No, we don't have no, an app come idea on. segment. I had this dream where I was being like... Uh, I was having to identify spiders. I thought uh-huh. it'd be cool if they have an app where you just put the camera over the spider and it tells you what spider you're looking at. Oh, that would be. Right? That would be cool, yeah. So I this... killed a crazy spider in our house I last just night. killed a crazy really? spider. Oh my gosh, they're it, coming. My wife thought it was a uh, the recluse, the brown recluse, oh, but I don't I think it that. was. No. I think it was a grass spider. Oh, okay. I mean, I killed it because it was huge. Still, and it definitely yeah. looked like it you know, came out of my dreams. Yeah. So... Yeah, this spider was carrying a bologna sandwich that it just made itself. Like, just carrying <laughs> okay, it right out. Cool. So I killed yeah. it. But anyway. Do you know brown recluses? They, they're, everybody's so scared of them, but their uh, fangs are so shallow they can't even cut through fabric. Really? Yeah. Huh. Most of the time, the only Wimps. times they bite are when they're like pressed up against the skin. So if they're like inside clothes or under your shoe oh, yeah. or something, normally if it's just walking, it's not going to do anything, man. Okay. Good to know. So I still don't want to mess with the brown recluse. Well, but... yeah, sure. Who would? Good. Okay. There was a house. I, you know what? I'm not going to share any more okay. brown recluses. Well, what have you been reading? You want to share that? I've been We're reading about our, brown recluses. Our bookmark <laughs> segment where Eric tells us what he's been reading. And Nick. Yeah, I'll tell this you. This is too. just for Nick. This is for Nick, too. Yeah. So uh, I read uh, Ernest Hemingway's The Old Man in the Sea. You did it. I. It was only like 94 pages. I, I love just, that part where he's like, boy, I'm old and I sure love the sea. Why don't you get back to the sea, old man? Oh, I, well, I plan to. Well, all right. I'm, I, where, well, can you, you stay here longer? Whenever long you then? think of the old man, you also think of the sea. It's one of the, sure. Right. I, better, I better get back you, to you the sea. You can't stay for dinner? Oh, I got to get back to the sea. It's calling me. Uh, all <laughs> right. Well, I'm so old. Okay. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was fine. Okay, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what the it's about. Plot an old is. man who goes fishing, and he uh, okay, he catches a very big fish. Okay, and no spoilers. The fish pulls him into the ocean for a long time, uh-huh. and then maybe he me. triumphs. Maybe yeah. he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. maybe a triumph isn't a triumph. Okay, you know, wow. deep, maybe deep. maybe mankind's victories are shallow. Would you recommend it? Sure, it's only ninety pages. <laughs> Finish okay. it on a lunch break. I All mean, right. it's Ernest Hemingway. Okay. This is the first Ernest Hemingway book I've read. I read it so I would understand the lyrics in the Red Hot Chili Pepper song, The Hunter. Did it make because sense? Because he says, uh, you're my old man in the sea. No, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. Now I'm trying to figure out. The line that confuses me in this song is this he is says, from, uh, their new the, album, The Getaway. The Getaway. Okay. Anthony we have Kiedis, in our CD collection, Anthony folks. Kiedis says, uh, even though you raised me, I will never be your father. And like normally, I'm like, this, you know, his like, crazy lyrics make sense to me. But yeah. like this one, I je- I'm like... It's just too... I can't help I you. I get man. it. Like, oh, you know, like, maybe the son was the one raising the kid. I but, see. like, 
It, it's, it doesn't work. Anthony, it doesn't work. Okay. And it doesn't work with the Old Man in the Sea reference. Harsh truths. So, yeah. Right, so you read The Old Man in the Sea. And I read uh, Pokemon Adventures number two. Hey. This one, Red has more adventures. His okay. uh, Bulbasaur evolves to Ivysaur. So this is a manga? Yeah. And we keep it in, we our, keep in our juvenile collection. Juvenile graphic novel yeah. collection right by the Cirque desk, yeah. or, uh, the juvenile Cirque desk. But the uh, certain volumes are never in. So when yeah. I saw it too, I'm like, I got to get it. As yeah, soon as I it. returned it, it already had a hold. Wow. So... They're fun. They're nostalgic for me. So yeah. um, he's stopping Team Rocket. I do have some continuity errors with the game. I'm like, oh, okay. this gym leader was not part of Team Rocket. Uh, discrepancy. Okay. So, wow. uh, you know, I've got that problem there. I'm reading Salt to the Sea by Ruta Sapitas. Uh-huh. She's written some other stuff. She wrote uh, something about Shades of Grey. Kind of not a, Fifty Shades oh of Grey. She wrote something else. Kind of a sea theme you've got going on. It is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm only reading books with sea in the title okay. now. So I'm going to read, uh, what? All right, maybe I could read Light Sense Between the Oceans. and Sea Monsters. There we go. I could keep it an ocean theme. Yeah. So this is about, I think this is about a ship. It's a, um, one of the wrecks during World War II. I think it's like a cruise ship that sunk and it was like supposed to be one of the biggest maritime disasters okay. ever, but it doesn't get really like publicized that much. Okay. But it's, it's told from four different characters uh, during World War II, during 1944, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so I'm 50 pages in. They haven't gotten on the boat yet. I'm sure that's coming. <laughs> okay. So, um, that's cool. I'm reading What's a Dog For by John Hamas- yeah. Hammonds. Yeah. And I'm, we just got a copy of, uh, it's called Cardboard. Uh-huh. It's a graphic novel by Doug Tenapple. He's the guy who wrote Bad Island and Ghostopolis. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Um, yeah. and I, I need to read it because... I got it for the juvenile graphics, but I think it might actually go in the YA graphics. Oh. So I got to read it to figure out what. Okay. He, do you so know? you think it's aimed at an older audience? Maybe it's it's, a little, it's longer, like his um, like Ghostopolis okay. and uh, Bad Island, and his the juvenile ones are a little bit shorter. Like we have Thomasaurus Rex, and that's you know the normal size of a, a uh, like a, yeah. yeah. So do you know? I just found out he's the guy who created Earthworm Jim. Oh, so but now funny. he does comic books. Earthworm Jim. Yeah, oh, I never played cool. Earthworm Jim's, but I mean, I saw him everywhere. He oh, had a yeah. cartoon. Yeah, he, he had a bunch of Sega games back in the early PlayStation 90s, games. Yeah, kind of a gross design. It is gross. So, yeah. but now that I know that, when I look at the art, I'm like, of course, yeah, yeah this is Earthworm Jim, sure. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm gonna read that, and I've got a Tokyo Ghoul to read. Okay, Tokyo Ghoul Seven. Nice. So yeah, gotta keep up. Yeah, gotta keep up with the kids. Well, I I started uh, Chance Encounters by Alexander McCall Smith of the Third Kind. No, that's Close Encounters, and that's Richard Dreyfuss. But (laughs) Chance Encounters by Alexander McCall Smith is uh, a collection of five stories, and it's actually a pretty cool premise. He... He found five uh, just black and white pictures, and nobody knows like who's in the pictures or where they're from. These could be people that are still alive, like they're recent enough. Right. And he, from those five pictures, he just extrapolated stories about the, the what's happening in the picture. So it's a cool premise, and I'm really enjoying it so far. Huh. That's kind of like... I read um, the first of five, and I, I liked it. What's the, their face? The uh, Isn't that how the Peculiar Children... Miss oh, Peregrine's yeah. House for Peculiar Children. Right. Right. My wife's read those. I have not. Like, I think the photos existed before the book. Okay. So, and then they went Asylum in. does that too, but I think the pictures were made specifically for. Oh. Yeah, well, that's less interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still working through also uh, Underground Railroad <gasps> by Colson Whitehead. That's a New York which, Times bestseller. I know. And it's, you know, it's unique. It's, um, it's surprising. It, it keeps me so interested. So, the character who's uh, running uh-huh. away. Through the Underground Railroad. Yeah. She's imagining? 
everything? It's like in her imagination that she sees things no, as the railroad? It's, I No, I think it's just sort of for, for the purposes of this book. The Underground Railroad is a literal railroad oh. underground. I mean, that's just... That's huh. the way it's written. That's the way it's... Okay. I mean, I haven't got to the end of it, but each time that comes up, there's no sense of like... That's just, just the way it's presented okay. as an actual railroad. So it's huh. interesting, and I don't... I'm I'm about a third of the way through the book, uh, and I, I don't yet... Under, don't know what the purpose of that is. I don't right. know what the like payoff for that will be, but I am curious to find yeah. out what it is because it's very intentional. So, hmm. uh, and, and then I'm also uh, finishing. Maybe it'll up. be like a sucker punch thing where you find out everything was in the girl's head. Yeah, maybe. So I'm finishing up "Love May Fail" by Matthew <gasps> Quick. Matthew Quick. So, yeah. Are you finishing it up? That's for me. I, I didn't even realize you were. Like I haven't seen you read it anywhere. Well, yeah, well, my, my wife and I are reading. I remember you made oh, fun of me. Oh, right, you're reading you it together. I didn't make fun of you. I just said too I, precious. That is too precious. I <laughs> I read that most recent, the Hydra Ascendant, All New Captain America Ascendant, All New Captain America, with uh, Sam Wilson. And they're, they're just not good. It's just for people not who don't read series. the comics but see the movie. Sam Wilson is the Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. But right now he's Captain America. And, he takes and actually, Captain. right now. Steve Rogers is Captain America, and Sam Wilson yeah. is another Captain America. Yeah. It's it's convoluted so. and weird, and I just don't understand. It's sort of like Barbara Gordon being Batgirl again in the New Fifty Two. Like there's just no purpose. Hmm. You know, it's not unique. It's not interesting. It's yeah. just like he sells the there wings. He is. You know, yeah, he has right. the wings and everything. So he really. But so he flies, but with the shield. Yeah, he's got the shield. Yeah. Seems yeah. like it'd be off balance. Anyway, I'm not gonna follow that series anymore. I okay. put that aside. I have a new, uh, in, well, not new, but I have the next volume of Invincible by Robert Kirkman. I'm excited mm-hmm. to dig into that because I love that series. And they just announced an end date, an end date for that. Nice. Oh, so really? It's, yeah, it's gonna like actually wow. conclude. So. I think I like it. Crazy. Volume seven of their jumbo. Oh, yeah. Collections. Yeah. This so, is. I'm like reading volume twelve. I'm start. I'm, I'm ready to start volume twenty wow. of the individual volumes. Yeah. So, because I have the first two compendiums, but then I switched to this. But Um, anyway, so that's me. I I just ordered for the library a whole bunch of graphics. Really, I'm excited to read Star Wars. Tell us what you got. I got us the next Darth Vader, the next uh, Star Wars title, the Star Wars Lando. Yeah. Graphic. Now, are they not continuing Leia or uh, Chewbacca? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about them. If they are, they just haven't released the graphic novel release dates. But maybe they're. Just one shots. I mean, okay. Lando, I think, was only like a miniseries. Okay. So well, that makes sense. And the same thing with this Anakin and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. one I got. I think that's just a like miniseries. Okay. So and I also got us some Iron Man comics because we have a surprising few amount of Iron Man comics. I think, I think we I just bought them. <laughs> yeah. No, I got the Civil War one. Okay. Do we have more than I think? We have we have the Civil one. War and season one. That's yeah, it. I think that is it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I really yeah. enjoyed Invincible Iron Man. Yeah. And I like, I think the ones you got are the ones that I read, like the, the most recent one. Yeah, the Brian Bendis one. Yeah. But the one before that where he was the superior Iron Man. Okay. Uh, that was right before the Brian Bendis run. Okay. So. Fun. Yeah. I'll read them. All right. I think we need to get some more Hulk, uh, you know, next year. Yeah, graphic novel But fans, I was saying. Always let us know what you want because yeah. we're always trying to meet the needs. I was saying Iron Man's easy to, like, stay up to date with because mm-hmm. he only ever has, like, one book. Yeah. And, like, you can always figure out, like, oh, this book takes place here. Yeah. But, like, characters like the X-Men or the Hulk yeah. are, like, really hard to follow. Yeah. Remember when you and I were both reading, like, the same run of the Hulk, but yeah. we, you couldn't figure out, like, no. which Hulk it's book? Insane. Do you Because it was, like, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. It was just Hulk. Yeah. And then sometimes it was, like, Hulks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's too much. That Red was, Hulk. Yeah. yeah. I like, finally gave up. It's too much. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, so what do we got? Uh, let's let's turn it over to book news, talk about what we got coming out. All right, what Advanced do you... Advanced notices. Yeah. Well, here, I, I will get us rolling with things that are coming out. Oh, well, this transitions well because there's a, a new book by E.K. Johnson called uh, Ashoka. 
a new Star Wars book following. Oh yeah, the I popular... had because I had thought this was a uh, graphic novel. It's but not. It's not. It's, no, it's a it's a full it's a full out novel. Follows the uh, the character of Ashoka from uh, Clone first Wars. Clone cartoon. Wars. Yep. Yeah, so a very popular character in that show. It does not appear in the movies, yeah. and so this is going to flesh out her background a little bit. So yeah. Star Wars fans, keep an eye out for that. For those of you who don't know, this was uh, Anakin Skywalker, future Darth Vader, yeah. uh, Apprentice. So this is coming out October 11th. So you've got some time to catch up on Star Wars Clone Wars. And get <laughs> sure there. do. Uh, Jeffrey Archer, <gasps> Clifton Archer? Chronicles number 7. This is the Clifton Chronicles number 7. Uh, coming out November 8th, we have This Was a Man, the final volume of the Clifton Chronicles. <laughs> so if you've been following that series, uh, there's seven <laughs> yeah. total. This is the final one. He was one. crying like a child, so you but can... This Was a Man. What? That's an appropriation oh, of the... A different... Yeah. Oh, what was that book called? Oh, I don't even remember. Sunset in Venice. Yeah, something, something like in that Venice. Was, that Murder in our, Venice. One of our early Lonely Book Clubs. Second was, one, I think. Was very he, poorly. He was crying like a little boy. Even but, though, though he was a man. Though he was a man. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Terrible. We should find that episode number. Uh, David Baldacci. Uh-oh, look out. This already has a hold yeah. on it somehow before yeah. it's even like announced. Yeah. This is book four in his John Puller series. So mm-hmm. that series uh, includes the book Zero Day, The Forgotten, most recently The Escape, and now number four coming out, No Man's Land. Okay. So this is coming out <gasps> no Man's Land, the November 15th. Batman comics event no but when i looked it up in goodreads to see if i could find info about it it brought me all the uh batman comics man that's like yeah that's the best i wish you weren't annoying about that i'm sorry i think it's too boring but it's great i know so (sighs) anyway this this follows john puller uh military investigator oh so baldacci fans you need but wait until november and your hero will Will he ever team up with jag Probably. Do you think they'll bring Jag back just so. for this? That would be great, yeah. You watch Jag? I think my grandmother watched Jag. No. I just assume if my grandmother watched the TV show, you probably also no, watched the I've TV s- show. I've seen a few, ep- I've seen like the first few discs of NCIS New Orleans, which is a spinoff of Jag. Actually, it's a spinoff of NCIS, which is a spinoff of Jag. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. But uh, Scott, so was Scott Bakula in either of those? Was no, he's just in New Orleans. Okay, so he wasn't in Jag. No. Then like, hey, I think Scott, he was in like a planted to... pilot at NCIS, but no, he okay. wasn't. But those are created by uh, Belisario, who also created Quantum Leap. So, is New whole, Orleans whole also thing. somehow a prequel to uh, Star Trek Enterprise? Enterprise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. He was so good at being an NCIS yeah. officer, I guess, yeah, that, that they they're like, to... "Hey, we're gonna make you a captain of the first starship." Freeze him and make him a. <laughs> Do we have both seasons of NCIS New Orleans, or just the, just the, the first? second one? Just came. We're waiting to put it into the okay. collection. So we've got them, folks. If you, yeah. it's one of the highest rated tv shows out there the first season is always checking oh, out yeah. even when we took it off the new section yeah. it's always going out yeah, yeah. so oh, scott bacula the, the people love him <laughs> yeah they can't get enough so uh coming out in large print so these are we're looking way ahead now these are these are coming out we'll be getting these in december so this is a nice nice window for you to anticipate these large print fans december. falling Woo. for prince charles by lauren baratz logstead uh, so this is uh, looks like it's a it's part of the premier romance collection. So all romance. This will be premier. a romance. Oh, that's true. First, but... This will be a romance. <laughs> so we'll we'll be getting this in a few months down the road. Okay. Uh, finally, in large print, we have Thread and Gone, mainly needlepoint number three. This what? is a cozy mystery. Okay. When a priceless antique is stolen, murder unravels the peaceful seaside <laughs> town of Haven Harbor, Maine. So. Murders Come Into Maine, which mm. is where Murder, She Wrote was set. So apparently, Maine is like the most murders ever. Yeah, it has to be. Because it's just never mm. enough. This is by Leah Waite, Thread and Gone, Mainly Needlepoint, number three, coming out <laughs> in large print 
in December. So take right. a look at, for that. Okay. All right, what, what do you got coming out right now? Yeah, so these are the books that are coming out September 6th. Sink my teeth into them. Except one. Okay. This one comes out September 3rd. Oh, boy. Tales of the Peculiar by Ransom Riggs. Uh, so this is a companion to the Miss Peregrine's Home for oh, Peculiar okay. Children. Right. Yep. So uh, I don't know if it's a... It doesn't really say anywhere that it's like a... Um, it's a collection of novellas. Oh, no, there's the collection of fairy tales known to hide information about the peculiar world, including clues to the lo- location of time loops. Mm-hmm. First introduced in Miss Peregrine's Peculiar Children series. Okay. So there you go, fans. Right. So now the rest of these books are coming out September 6th. Okay. And there are a lot. It's like after those dead summer months. Yeah. Everybody's well, like, here we're back, they are. We're back into it now. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. All right. So Razor Girl, a novel by Carl Hasen. Oh, Hyacin. Hyacin. Yeah. Is he a comedy writer? Yeah, right. Bad, bad Monkey and Skinny Dip. Yeah, I mean they're they're like they're like mysteries. Okay. Sort of thriller mysteries. Have you read anything uh, by him? No. Oh, okay. No, very popular, but they're they're sort of I don't know. They're irreverent and quirky. Okay. Well, we got this new one. It's a new full tilt, unstoppably hilarious and entertaining novel. I feel like it's been a while since he's published. I don't remember seeing anything by him. I like think him. Bad Monkey. Quite a bit. Maybe Skinny Dip was the last one. Okay. Impossible to figure out. Uh, let's see. The Book of Mysteries by Jonathan Can. Uh, when I saw that title, I thought it was going to be a, um... Well, you're right. Bad Monkey was 2013, so it's just three years. Here we go. Who's the, uh... He wrote, uh, The Book of Fate. He's on all these, like, conspiracy Me- shows. Metzger? Who? Metzger? Brad... Brad Meltzer. Brad Meltzer. Meltzer. Yeah. Meltzer. When I saw the title, Book of Mysteries, I'm like, oh, Brad Meltzer has yeah. a new series out. <laughs> nope, it's by Jonathan Kahn. Okay. Um, let's see... Oh, that's why I will say that one. Here I Am, a novel by Jonathan Safran Foer. Or Foer? I don't know. He's the guy who wrote uh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, and oh. Everything is Illuminated. Okay. So you could tell just by looking at the font and the okay. cover and everything that it's this author. Have you ever read either of those books? No, I've saw, I saw the movie of uh, Extremely Loud. It was good. It was a really good movie, I'm sure. I read uh, Everything is Illuminated oh, okay. in class. It's a good book. It's all over the place, and mm. it's, it's very... Uh, Sexual, oh, and okay. a lot of like extreme ways. So it kind of takes you by surprise there. Okay, um, wow. Let's see. All Best right. state ever: A Florida man defends his homeland <laughs> by Dave Barry. Oh boy. Oh okay. So that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Dave Barry <laughs> wrote uh, "Big Trouble." Did you ever see "Big Trouble"? No, I didn't. With uh, Tim Allen and everybody else. No, not everybody else. Everybody who was kind of okay. A name. I mean, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, oh no, Conan O'Brien sidekick. Andy Richter? Andy Richter was in it. Okay. Patrick Warburton, Janine Garofalo, right. Jason Lee. Okay. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. The governor of Florida is just an alligator, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. He is it's just an alligator. alligator. Right. So. Your Honor? Yeah. Sometimes they're interviewing him, and it turns out it's just a log waiting in a pond. Oh, wow. So. Okay. They're like, what, where, where's, the, where's the tax dollars going? Things are going the log crazy. Is, yeah. So. There's a hurricane down there. Oh. Well, well I guess. <laughs> I mean. It's, I won't make light of a hurricane. <laughs> so. So, I'll. Oh. I think it's all of Florida. Maybe a little. All uh, of it. Yeah, I think it isn't it uh, Hurricane Gaston. I don't know. Well, with a name like that. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we shouldn't be laughing, It'll but be at the same time, and pushy. Yeah. Or maybe it's I'm uh, covered with hair. No, maybe it's not. <laughs> uh, this is another thing that you know we need. If uh, yeah, what's we his need, name? We need Roger to. If Roger to get would get on it, it. yeah. No. Maybe it's Hermione. Because I, I remember thinking, aren't it was, they all? Aren't they usually no Hurricane Gaston? Yeah. You're wow. Right. All right. All right. Uh. Downfall, no, a Brady novel. Two thousand four. Oh, Gaston is. Yeah. So it must be Hermione. I don't know. So I can't help you. As it's like, 
yeah. you know, blowing trees out of the out of their roots? Is it also like correcting them on names? spelling? It's it? confusing. I think it does. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, Gaston is back. <laughs> Downfall, a Brady novel of suspense by J. A. Jantz. Okay. Now I assume this is a mystery novel of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Family. Yeah. I mean, they were solving mysteries all the time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So big into mysteries. Yeah. But I mean, listen to this. Okay. Uh, Cochise Country uh, County Sheriff Jonah Brady has her hands full with a puzzling new case. It's her department. Wait, I know this. Who's the author? J. Jantz. J. A. Jantz. Okay. Yeah. She's not a Muppet. No, I we know learned that. that so, <laughs> um, Joan. I mean, Jonah Brady. There we go. Jonah. Yeah. Jonah. Jonah. Joanna. Probably. Joanna. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a gentleman in Moscow by Amor Towels. Amor Towels or Tolls? <laughs> Amor Towels, please. <laughs> okay, that would be funny. I think it's Tolls, but <laughs> it's probably not Towels. Uh, he wrote the Rules of Civility. Did you hear of that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Well, he has a new book out. Okay. If anybody has heard of that book, that neither of us have heard. No, we haven't. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Apprentice in Death. J.D. Robb. J.D. Robb. Book like sixty. It's oh. probably up. It's probably at least fifty. I've got this on, uh, what is this, Book Reporter, and they don't say which okay. number. Well, that's all right. It's it's up there. Okay. Trust me. Well, this one's 384 pages. Wow. That How about was... a page turner? <laughs> uh, oh, Agatha Christie, Closed Casket. What? The new Hercule Perot mystery. Oh. Perotti? How do you say his name? Poirot. Poirot? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, this is by Sophie Hanna. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the second like new uh, book like this and the first one wasn't that well received so oh. I was kind of surprised they went back to it but well yeah okay um, what was the first one called was it the monogram murders uh, that sounds right but I'm not I didn't read it because it sound, looks like it's the same author then alright did you read you've read a lot of Agatha Christie no then? actually I haven't read much really yeah but have you read the Hercule ones no no my my wife likes um, Murder on the Orient Express but that's about it okay uh, what do we got here? What gold buys? A silver rush mystery by Ooh. Ann Parker. That's confusing. Is it about gold or about silver? Yeah, that is very confusing. So, uh, last paragraph. Ooh, and what of Mr. Brown, whose missing presence hovers over all like a spirit from beyond? Mm. I don't know what else the book is, but we know that he's hovering over them like a spirit from beyond now. Yeah. Uh, Lady Cop Makes Trouble by Amy Stewart. Uh, do you know any of this? Mm. Uh, I guess there was a book called Girl Waits with Gun. So okay. that was no, the I don't know. part of it. Uh, last paragraph. In the romping, wildly readable life of a woman forging her own path, ta- tackling crime and nefarious criminals along the way. Okay. I like that uh, title, Lady Cop Makes Trouble. Yeah. I kind of want her to team up with Animal Cop now. Yeah. So. Oh, man. All right. Leave Me. What? No, it's a book title. Oh, boy. Whew. Leave Me, okay. Nick. What? I can do this on my Wait, own. Wait, what? It, it's the title. Leave, Leave me, me, Nick. Nick. I, can I can do this, do this on, on my, my own. own. I'm the real talent here anyways. By Gail Foreman. Huh. Oh, you know what? Sorry, I was reading between the lines. It's just oh. Leave Me by oh. Gail Foreman. Huh. I was worried. So, <laughs> that sounded uh, hurtful. I think this... Needlessly hurtful. This must be an adult book. Does she write many bo- adult books? Uh, I don't know. Every woman who has ever fantasized about driving past her exit on the highway instead of going home to make <laughs> dinner. And every woman who has ever dreamed of boarding a train... To a place where no one needs constant attention, meet Mary Beth Klein, a harried working mother who's so busy taking care of her husband and twins, she doesn't even realize she's had a heart attack. (gasps) Uh, Leave Me is about facing the fears we're all running from. Gail Mm. Foreman is a dazzling observer of human nature. She has written an irresistible novel that confronts the ambivalence of modern motherhood head-on and asks, what happens when a grown woman runs away from home? Uh, Oh, 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 wait. 
she wrote If I Stay. And if all I that. Stay okay. and uh, Where She Went. Yeah, no, and... okay. This is her first adult novel. All right. Everything else Exciting. is... Exciting. Yep. Um, Although she she refuses to classify her books as young adults. Right, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Revenge in a Cold River, oh. a William Monk novel by Anne Perry. Now, this oh. isn't Monk. Not Adrian Monk, no, but okay. that's... Uh, the book club is currently doing Face of a Stranger. That's the first in this series. Oh, wow. Yeah. How many are there? Well, whatever number that one is. It doesn't say. I'm on Book know. Reporter still. I'm sorry. Darn it, Book Reporter. I'm Amazon sorry. would tell me. It would. You got. Oh, wait. I can just click on this little at uh, Amazon well, button. Okay. And uh, we can, can we scroll can down like this. This is so Book boring. 22. Okay. So, and this isn't the Adrian Monk series. No. Very confusing. William Monk. It doesn't feel like she should be able to have done that. Well, I'm sure uh, she I got some nonfiction. Okay. Bread Illustrated, a step-by-step guide to achieving bakery-quality results at oh. home by the editors of at America's not, Test Kitchen. Not bread like I want to make it with you. Oh, no. Different Would you bread. buy the illustrated copy of that? Sure, sure yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a really boring nonfiction. I really think that we could make it. Though, I tell you what, if that book was selling, then somebody could say, like, I'm a, such a good writer, I can make bread interesting. Wow. So, yeah. uh, it, hidden would be, f- it would be bringing in a lot of bread. Yeah. Like money. Sure, yeah. Like and you money. could spend it on bread albums. Yes, you could. All right. Best of bread. <laughs> They're discology. Bread heads. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hidden Figures, the American oh. dream and untold story of the black women ma- uh, mathematicians who helped win the space race. This is going to be a movie. Okay. This, um, this fall, starring... Uh, a uh, few people. <laughs> the one you probably care about is Kevin Costner. Oh, sure. Costner's in it, so yeah. Um, they showed yeah. a preview at this during um, one of the Olympic games. Okay, like it was the big thing. So, boom, 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 boom. Uh, let's see what <laughs> American Revolution: A Continental History, 1750 to 1804. Wait, what's happening then? What in 1804? I don't know. The American Revolution. Okay. You should have known that right there, man. Sorry. Um, We have had a lot of continental revolutions here, haven't we? Yeah. All right. You want some young adult? And then I've got three little fun shots. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's like everybody was just waiting for September. Yeah. Like, hey, do you remember reading? So do we. I know. Uh, Did you read anything during the summer? Yeah. I read some stuff. Anything good? Yeah. I mean, we talk about it every week. Right. But, like, did you have a good... I didn't have a summer slowdown. Okay. No. Just publishers. Yeah. Uh, Empire of Storms. This is book five. Okay. In the Throne of Glass series, the young adult series. Okay. You've seen these. Yeah. They check out all the time between teens and adults. People can't get enough of them. Really? By uh, Sarah J. Maas. Okay. Maas? How would you pronounce two A's followed by an S? Yeah, probably that. Maas. Maas. All right. And guess what? Warriors, A Vision of Shadows. The Cats? Book two. Thunder and Shadow. That's the cats? That's the cat series. And the dogs are seekers? The dogs are survivors. Survivors. The bears are seekers. Whoa. (laughs) Spooky. Listen, nearly a moon has passed since Alderpaw returned from his journey to Sky Clan's Gorge, where he found the territory taken over by rogues. Now the same vicious cats that drove out Sky Clan have traced Alderpaths back to the lake, and Shadow Clan may be the next to fall. How do you feel about that? All right, you're a lot of fun today. Sorry. Uh, three book shots coming out. Okay. By James Patterson and a few other people. Probably, yeah. One thirteen, or I guess you would say 113 minutes by uh, James Patterson and Max DeLillo. Okay. DeLillo? I don't All know. Right. Uh, Molly Rock's son has been murdered, and she knows who's responsible. Now she's taking the law into her own hands. Never yesterday made a mother's love. 
I would also have added, and revenge. Never underestimate a mother's revenge. I don't think that works. Okay, whatever. It says, every minute, every second counts. They only have 113 minutes to save the world. Sure, yeah. I'm uh, quoting the Madonna song. Yep, they'll be be gone in 60 seconds. Nice. (laughs) That was a bad movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No, it's got Nick Cage in it, too. And Angelina Jolie. Wow. So, two stars crossing. Heavy hitters, yeah. Yeah. Hunted by James Patterson and Andrew Holmes. Okay. Do you know, like, do these writers sound familiar? Do you think the book shots are... No, DeLeo is familiar to me, but I don't... Holmes doesn't... That was an intense motorcycle that just went by. Yeah. He was extreme. I know. Uh, Evil has... He only had 113 minutes to get where he was going. (laughs) Uh, It says, Evil has a new game. Someone is luring men from the streets to play a mysterious high-stakes game in the English countryside. Yeah, we talked about this one. So there you go. Yeah. Um, And the last one, this is a book shot's flames oh for ladies for ladies or men it's marketed towards ladies but anyone can read it and enjoy it uh sacking the quarterback by samantha toll and james patterson (laughs) the golden boy of football just went bad Uh oh yeah look out james patterson knows what he's doing i tell you what um let's see if i can read this uh description quarterback grayson knight has a squeaky clean reputation in the football world so when he's arrested for drug possession lawyer (gasps) melissa st james yeah. knows that something doesn't add up. It's clear he's hiding something, though he denies it. But there's one thing he can't deny. He wants Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Why should he deny that? <laughs> James Patterson, book flames. Two consenting adults. Go for it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's Nick's mantra yeah. when it comes to yeah. book shots. Sure. Flames. Flames. Man. I wonder how the sales for the flames are doing. For like the what? The bookshot flames. Flames. Okay. Like if they're... You think they're doing as good as the regular book shots? No, you think I they're don't. doing better? I don't think they're doing okay. as good. I guess once we start seeing like 100 or so, we'll know. No. I think James Patterson has a lot of like female fans. Right. But I don't think those fans would be interested in a James Patterson romance novel. Does he, yeah, is this, does he write a lot of like steamy, bodice ripper romance novel kind no. of stuff? No. He has, no, he okay. doesn't. All right. Well, let's talk about the top 10 hardcover fiction. Let's do it. New York Times I love the New York list. Times bestseller list. I'm so excited. Um, a lot of people have fallen to the wayside very quickly. Okay. Uh, not on this top ten. But I can be- take it. Before the Fall by uh, Noah Hawley. Uh, Catherine Coulter's Insidious isn't there anymore. Okay. So let's see. Number ten, The Girls by Emma Klein. Uh, number nine, Nightingale by Kristen Henna. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, actually, there's Get a little asterisk. Here next to the girls and that means the sales of the girls is indistinguishable from the thing above it oh. so nightingale and the girls are selling about the same right now well, nightingale and the girls sounds like a great like 60s band yeah that's true right yeah <laughs> sorry i was trying to think of a song they would sing but i couldn't do it <laughs> heat wave yeah uh number eight all did you say heat wave yeah okay <laughs> that song i was trying to come up with the uh trying to get back to the place that's me yeah they could sing that one yeah all right uh, number eight, All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Dewar. Okay. Also, that movie comes out this week. Does it? It comes out uh, September 2nd. Wow. Okay. So, are you going to go see it? You read the book. No, I read The Light Between Oceans. Oh. Yeah. Light Between the Oceans is the one that's coming out. Oh. In okay. M.L. Stedman's. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's the one with Michael, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, the other girl whose yeah, name I, I can't pronounce. I do want to see that. Okay. Well, yeah, that's out this weekend. Okay. Date night. For you and your wife, not not me okay. and you. Yeah, we're going to see yoga hosers. That's different. <laughs> okay. I have heard nothing but bad uh, bad reviews. Okay. I've heard it called an all-time low wow. for Kevin Smith. And he's had some 
Pretty lows? Yeah, he had some yeah. pretty lows. Yeah. So let's see. Number seven, Bullseye by James Patterson, Michael Ludwig. Ludwig? I think it's Ludwig. Ludwig? Yeah. Number six, Damaged by Lisa Scottline. Mm-hmm. You know what's not damaged? What? Her ability to create bestsellers. That's right. <laughs> Going strong. <laughs> Number five, Truly Madly Guilty by Leanne Moriarty, starring Hugh Grant. Yep. And Nick Gunning's Truly Madly Guilty. Yep. So you would direct that one. Yeah, sure. Number four, uh, let's promise we're not going to do the bit this time. Okay. All right. Number four, The Woman in Cabin 10 by Ruth Ware. A travel writer on a cruise is Should certain she something? hears or heard a body thrown overboard. Should I tell someone? But no one I believes think her. That was a body. Ma'am. I better just ring for a steward, Help, sir. Yeah, yes. I know you're going to think I'm crazy, okay. but I. I heard a body go Ma'am, over. No, no, no one will believe no, you. No, this that was. was the water. Let me it speak was probably to the a captain. dolphin. Dolphins come out of the I'm water a and writer. then get back. That I'm a travel writer. <laughs> I thought we promised, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. That's and true. I, I'm truly madly guilty of doing that bit one more <laughs> okay, time. Yeah, you can't help it. You have a number three, Curious Minds, That's about right. it yeah. by Janet Ivanovich and Fiaf Sutan. Fiaf. Yeah. The first in the new series, the uh, Night and it? Moon. Night and Moon. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. That's I good. Night yeah, that's and good. Moon. One of them's got to be a vampire. What did we though. say? It was Craig and Steve. Yeah, <laughs> Craig and Steve. Or Steve and Craig. Yeah, they have their own. Steve and Craig. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Hey Steve. <laughs> hey Craig. We're all on a Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh my bad. I ate them all. Oh, pass uh, the pass the uh, just regular nacho cheese ones, will you? Uh, but they're not Joe cheese. <laughs> all right, here you go. Oh, you're the greatest. You're the best. <laughs> Man, uh, they a, a Stephen Gregg novel. <laughs> sure by was. Fiff. <laughs> Fiff Sutton. Yeah. Uh, number two, Sting by Sandra Brown. Ooh. Every little thing she does is magic. Come on, sing with the police. Everything she do just turn me on. I'm just okay. Yeah. Am I the bass? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do a bass. No, um, and number one, The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. Colson Whitehead couldn't make that name up if I tried. Really. Yeah, it's easy. Somebody Colson would Whitehead. be like, Colson Whitehead. And I'd be like, no, it's too nonsensical. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Patches McMulligan. <laughs> that's my that's my alternative. Yeah, that's my future cat's name. Underground Railroad by Patches McMulligan. Yep. Okay. All right. Yes, it is the light between oceans. I've got it open right here. It has okay. a 61% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Hey. What's the critic's consensus? Light Between Oceans presents a well-acted and handsomely mounted adaptation of its best-selling source material, but ultimately tugs on the heartstrings too often to be effective. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. Is Now, this is the one where the couple finds and adopts a baby? They, they're in a lighthouse. Right. A baby washes up in a boat. They don't tell anyone, and they sort of keep the baby, and then they realize the baby's mother is still alive and oh, thinks geez. the baby is dead. And now they have to work but with this the is light like year you. it's like years after they've had the baby right so it's like what, yeah. what do you do what do you do it's a moral dilemma and knowing when, uh what michael fassbender at length in the book club when we did this oh uh, when was that uh, i was last year okay if i know michael fassbender he'll probably lift something very heavy into the sky yeah and then drop it down on the mother wow is that correct that's that's the character of magneto yeah He's not playing Magneto in this movie. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's not connected. To, oh, it's not okay. connected to the X Men franchise. Oh, no. weird! I really thought it was. No, I thought not. it was X Men: Light Between the Oceans. No, it's I great, thought it was the it's new a great title. It is <laughs> yeah. a great title by Chris Claremont. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right. So that's that, it. That's it for the bestsellers. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I'm still on the top of my game with uh, Pickles Mc, McManston. What is it? Colson Whitehead. Sure. I, yeah. I'm still reading Underground. That's true. Yeah. My, the book I read okay. is just. Well, folks, what we're going to do today, we're going to we're going to drift into the realm of nonfiction. Drift. So, 
if uh, you've been following us since Just episode like forty, into the light between all of us. Oh, yeah, we we tackled we first tackled this uh, one hundred best nonfiction you should read Be- based on it the says Guardians. Hundred best nonfiction books of all time. Yes. Uh, so the first five we covered in episode forty. So if you want to go yeah. back and hear what they were, you can tune into episode yep. forty. And we left right the now, uh, the link to their list because this list is actually happening still. Oh yeah, it's ongoing. So it's, it's ongoing. every every week they release a. A new book. A new one. So we're going to dive in with uh, their, their pick for number six. Yeah. We have A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking. Now you're reading the illustrated edition in your bathroom. Is that right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we, it, should I not be sharing that with you? We do your... have the illustrated edition, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. yeah. Is that too much information to share with all the listeners? That I'm not reading it in the bathroom. But it's in your bathroom. I don't think so. Every time I go to use your bathroom, I'm like, oh, look, well, illustrated edition. We're just trying to encourage you to expand <laughs> okay, your mind. sure. Also, but usually what gets my attention is your uh, junior Star Trek books. Oh, yeah. They're like all over Patrick, the place. <laughs> Cap- Captain the, Picard's the first... Yeah. First journey in Starfleet uh, Academy. Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking, which which I've told my wife's read it, and she says that it's written in a very like uh, approachable way. Like yeah. it's it's an interesting book to read. So mm-hmm. I'll take her word on that. Okay. Uh, have you have you read any things? No. Oh, we've been leaving. We usually have Goodreads open for this for okay. the books, right? The, I haven't um, read this, but I did see uh, the, the movie. The movie with Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. I can't remember what it was I can't called. Remember what it's called either? Theory of Everything. Theory of Everything. It was good. Yes. How uh, elegant. The Guardian lists the signature line from this. Our goal is nothing less than a complete description of the universe we live in. So there mm-hmm. you go. Have you ever been curious to pick this up? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird impression. I, of who? I don't know. You were like, yes. Uh, not really, I guess. Uh, oh, here we go. Number seven, uh, The Right Stuff by Tom Wolfe. Now, we were just talking about oh, wow, Tom Wolfe. We're already back to number seven. In Slow the, down. In the previous episode, we were yeah. talking about Tom Wolfe. He has That's a true. Current, he has a current nonfiction out. I don't remember what it's called. I but, can't remember either. Okay. Uh, so this is talking about can't the right that far back. stuff. The right stuff. No, I don't know what this one's about. Do you? The right stuff? Yeah. Let's see what Goodreads says. Okay. Uh, when the future began, the men had it. Jaeger, Conrad, Gribson, Glenn, heroes, the first Americans in space, battling the Russians for control of the heavens, putting their lives on the line. The women had it. While Mr. Wonderful was aloft, it tore your heart out that the hero's wife, down on the ground, had to perform with the whole world watching the TV press conference. What's in your heart? Do you feel him while he's in orbit? The right stuff. It's a quality beyond bravery, beyond courage. It's men like Chuck Yeager, the greatest test pilot of all and the fastest man on Earth. Peter Conrad, who almost laughed himself out of the running. Gus Grimson... Who almost lost it when his capsule sank. And John Glenn, the only space traveler whose apple pie image wasn't a lie. Wow. So I guess it's about uh, astronauts. Okay. So what does... uh? Are you curious? Sure. Uh, wasn't this a movie? Yeah. Wasn't it called The Right Stuff? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, what, what do they say? Well, the signature sentence they've chosen is the longest sentence in the world, but I'm going to read it to you. When the final news came, there would be a ring at the door. A wife in this situation finds herself staring at the front door as if she no longer owns it or controls it. And outside the door would be a man, come to inform her that unfortunately, something's happened out there, and her husband's body is now lies incinerated in the swamps or the pines of the palmetto grass, burned beyond recognition, which anyone who has been around an airbase for very long realized was an artful euphemism to describe a human body that now looked like an enormous fowl that was burned up in a stove. Burned to blackish brown all over, greasy and blistered, fried in a word, with not only the entire face and all the hair and ears burned off, not to mention all the clothing, but also the hands and feet. 
With what remains of the arms and legs bent at the knees and elbows and burned into absolutely rigid angles, burned a greasy blackish brown like the bursting body itself, so that this husband, father, officer, gentleman, this ornamentum of some mother's eye, his majesty the baby of just 20 odd years back, has been reduced to a charred hulk with wings and shanks sticking out of it. Yowzer. That is a downer. Well written, though. Very yeah. descriptive. I mean, you you certainly understand what's happening. Yeah. All right, let's move on to number eight. Number eight. The Orientalism. Oh, wait, not The Orientalism by Edward Said, 1978. Okay. All right, you got a description on this one? Ah, the polemic, I will. polemical masterpiece challenging Western attitudes to the East is as topical today as it was on publication, oh, according to the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not familiar with this book. No. It's a profoundly influential and controversial study of the way in which, for the least, for uh, at least two thousand years, ever since the wars between the ancient Greeks and the Persians, the West has fought with, largely dominated the East through a persuasive col- uh, colonial version of its culture and politics. So, okay. Signature sentence from this work. There you go, man. No former quote Oriental will be comforted by the thought that, having been an Oriental himself, he is likely, too likely, to study new Orientals or Occidentals of his own making. Mm-hmm. If the knowledge of Orientalism has any meaning, it is being a reminder of seductive degradation of knowledge, of any knowledge, anywhere, at any time. Yeah. Deep stuff. Yeah. All right, you want to read number eight? Do I? No, nine. Sorry. I have nine. read this book. Really? Oh. Dispatches by Michael Herr. How, or her? Anyway. <laughs> Um, this is a, so he was a dispatcher reporter in okay. the Vietnam war. Uh, and so he just, you know, wrote about his account there and everything he, uh, saw, uh, reading it, you can definitely tell that, uh, it was the inspiration for, um, apocalypse now okay. in a lot of ways, because it's just so, just so crazy. Vietnam was just so nuts, man. Um, they say this is a compelling sense of urgency and a unique voice like Michael Hare's Vietnam memoir, the definitive account of war in our time. Yeah. This, I found a, a quote that I really like in it. It's okay. a, kind of a long one. Okay. So um, it's about um, the soldiers and what they believed to keep them alive. So it goes, uh, flip religion. It was so far out, you couldn't blame anybody for believing anything. Guys stuck the aces of spade in their helmet bands. They picked relics off an enemy they've killed. A little transfer of power. They carried around five-pound Bibles from home, crosses, St. Christopher's, mezuzahs, locks of hair, girlfriend's underwear, snaps of their families, their wives, their dogs, their cows, their cars, pictures of John Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Martin Luther King, Huey Newton, the Pope, Che Guevara, the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Wiggier than cargo cultists. One man was carrying an oatmeal cookie through his tour, wrapped up in foil and plastic and three pairs of socks. He took a lot of crap about it. When you go to sleep, we're going to eat your cookie. But his wife had baked it and mailed it to him. He wasn't kidding. <laughs> so. So you, was this, was it upsetting? It seems like it would be an upsetting book to read. No, it's not upsetting. It's just kind of like, man, things are just crazy there. Mm. Uh, just a lot of, uh, you realize that a lot of people there just, swore that you know every breath they were breathing was going to be their last mm-hmm. because it was just so chaotic you never know where you were going to be what you were going to do i mean him getting on helicopter is just to do the report you never knew wouldn't you know if he was going to get on the helicopter or if he was mm-hmm. going to make it back to the ground it's just you know it's crazy it's not like uh you know marching fronts it feels like so i wouldn't say depressing interesting he has a uh like an irreverent tone throughout the whole thing so there's some humor to it okay he kind of just sees everything as the absurd that it is Mm -hmm. so it almost reads like a uh what's that author the uh he wrote the plague and the stranger 
I don't know. Camus. And, oh, uh, oh, I Albert said, Camus? Yeah. All right. But I, it's Camus or something. Camus, like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, they talk about him in The Love May Fail. Yeah, they Remember do the talk. Dog's, yeah. The dog's name is Albert Camus. That's so, right. Um, I'm curious. How did you happen to pick this book up? I just, it was somewhere else. I can't remember if I had read that it was connected to Apocalypse Now first okay. or if uh, it was, maybe I was looking for like a history book on Vietnam and that one had come up. So, yeah, I just thought, I was like, I'm going to read this thing. Hmm. So, uh, their signature sentence is, I went through it, that thing a number of times and only got a fast return on my fear once. A too classic hot landing with the heat coming from the trees about 300 yards away, sweeping machine gun fire that sent men ahead down into swampy water, running on their hands and knees toward the grass where it wasn't blown flat by the rotor blades. Not much to be running for, but better than nothing. Hmm. So, they say three to compare it is Catch-22, the best and the brightest, and a bright, shining lie. So interesting. You read a lot about Vietnam? No, I haven't really. That's not your uh, forte. Yeah, so. no, not really. Okay, well, interesting pick. Yeah. Uh, let's look at number ten. Yeah, let's do it. The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins. Right, let's get this Goodreads description open. An intoxicating renewal of evolutionary theory that coined the idea of the meme and paved the way for Professor what? Dawkins' later, more polemical works. What's the uh, the meme they're talking about? Do you know? No. Ah, who am I talking to? <laughs> weird the selfish gene see yeah. i would call it the selfish meme uh, oh maybe it. that's the meme that, maybe that's it okay do you have the goodreads description yeah i do let's hear it let's see so oh boy it's a long one i yeah. won't read the 30th anniversary part but richard okay. dawkins brilliant reformulation of the theory of natural selection has the rare distinction of having provoked as much excitement and interest outside the scientific community as within his theories have helped change the whole nature of the study of social biology and have forced Thousands of readers to rethink their beliefs about life. Now, classic, the selfish gene. Dawkins explains how the selfish gene can also be a subtle gene. The world of the selfish gene revolves around savage competition, ruthless exploration, and deceit. And yet, Dawkins argues acts of apparent altruism do exist in nature. Bees, for example, will commit suicide when they sting to protect the hive, and birds will risk their lives to warn the flock of approaching hawk. Hmm. Yeah, but isn't that the... Uh, the sacrifice for up for the benefit of the species in general yes yeah, I, I mean when you're going into that it's not really like i as a bee <laughs> shall commit suicide in order to save my brethren that's the plot of jerry seinfeld's bee movie if <laughs> is I'm it? remembering i think sure. so yeah yeah okay all right so the signature sentence from the guardian ah uh, a monkey is a machine that preserves genes up trees a fish is a machine that preserves genes in the water there's even a small worm that preserves genes in german beer mats dna works in mysterious ways <laughs> huh Sardonic, thanks richard dawkins i guess yeah so Richard Dawkins. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, wow, we, we breezed through those five pretty quickly, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, oops. We did it. Oopsie. <laughs> well, how do we... How do we s I think you had read more of the first five. Yeah, maybe. Because what, what do we talk about? Let's quickly just read the titles of what we did oh, sure. last yeah, time. It through. was The Sixth Extinction by Elizabeth Colbert. Mm -hmm. uh, the Year of Magical Thinking by Joanne Didion. Oh, yeah, I remember No that. Logo by Naomi Klein. Uh, Birthday Letters by Ted Hughes. And Dreams from My Father by Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. And I think you had read more of those. Yeah, I had. So I had, well, it's an interesting list. I mean, I think just in the ten that we've looked at so far, it's mm -hmm. it's pulling such a variety. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's getting it's getting philosophy, it's getting science, it's mm -hmm. getting memoirs. You know, it's getting uh, personal accounts. It, it's just it's sort of all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a good list, and I feel like it's uh, just so far I've been impressed with the the clarity to which they're they're pulling these different things out and pushing them up there. I 
I don't read as much nonfiction. I mean, certainly not as much fiction as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have read a couple. Have you read any good uh, nonfiction recently? Uh... I really liked... Um, I had never read David McCullough before I read The Wright Brothers. And that was good. I mean, that was really... It was just one of those things, you know, with The Wright Brothers, you're like Kitty Hawk, Orville Wilbur. Right. They made planes. <laughs> uh, and this really, like, got into it and, and made a... a it, I don't know. It just made it a little bit more real thinking about all the, the struggles and, and right. hardships that went into that and all the disappointments, too. Um, so it made me curious to read more uh, McCullough's stuff. Last, certainly. I mean, right now, the What's a Dog For is nonfiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the last nonfiction I read was Masters of Doom by David uh, Kushner. About Gary Gagex? No, that was Empire of Imagination. Oh, okay. Uh, Masters of Doom was about uh, its software, about John Carmack and uh, John Romero, the oh, guys okay. who made... Uh, the video game Doom mm-hmm. and Doom Two yeah. and Commander Keen, yeah, and Quake nice. and Quake Two. You know, it was an interesting one that I read. Um, Dispatches. Oh, there it is. When did I read that? Uh, Forty-one. A portrait of my father. Now, this is written by George W. Bush about his. Oh, that's right. Dad, and I just thought that was it's such an interesting. I mean, I guess John Quincy Adams could have done that about John Adams. Yeah, that's had, like the only other case where you could have a president write about his father who was a yeah. president so it was an interesting insight i wish it would have focused a little bit more on on bush senior like it wasn't a very in-depth memoir it was kind mm-hmm. of more of a personal memoir but because he's just such he's kind of a fascinating guy bush senior um you know he was the ambassador to china for a long time he was the head of the cia i mean just all sorts of stuff that i feel like people don't really he's kind of like people don't really talk about bush senior it's like reagan right. and then we talk about clinton and then, for better or worse, we talk about George W. Bush, but Bush Senior, yeah. you know. Well, we talk about Danny Carvey. Doesn't get much play. That's true, Dana Carvey. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be prudent. Bush Senior and Dan Quayle. I don't think they've. Uh, yeah, they didn't quite. Uh, Who played Dan Quayle on SNL? Oh, I don't remember. There was a bit where he like found out he was the president, and all he could do was like whistle because he thought it was such a big deal. He's like, "Woo, <laughs> woo!" and just lasted for that like a whole right. minute of him just that like, "Woo!" Right. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. maybe it was uh, what's his name? Adam Sandler's buddy, Chris Farley's oh. buddy. Uh, well, no, I don't know who you mean. Dickie Roberts, David Spade. Oh, okay. Maybe it was David Spade. Yeah, that makes sense. So, what do you look for when you like? Do you do you try to like? Oh, I've read several books. I should read a nonfiction. Do you try to do it with any regularity, or do you just sort of when when one? No, when the when fancy? the mood strikes me. Okay. I mean, uh, why did I pick up Masters of Doom? I don't remember why I picked it up. I just was in the mood maybe because the new doom game was coming doom 4 wherever you want to call it so i was like i'll check this out that's sort of a little rotation of things when i'm like when i'm in between books or whatever and i'm like "Hmm, what Mm -hmm. should i read i sort of look at that list and go through and have some nonfiction categories on there so that's usually when i do it uh some of these i just you know just randomly picked up Mm -hmm. but i do try to keep it like regular in the rotation you know i'm just i gravitate more towards fiction i guess i'm not too concerned about like oh when's the last time i read it? it has to be uh, about something I want to read. Oh, so. sure. Yeah. 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 I read a well, lot of uh, nonfiction yeah. on gaming. Okay. So video <laughs> games, think... board game, all that kind of stuff. I don't think they're going to be on the Guardians list here. So Of Dice and Men might. It might be. No, yeah. it probably won't. Yeah, it's it's neat that this list is sort of like ongoing. You know, you yeah. see new ones come in. Even since we recorded last, it's, they're a lot farther along uh, uh, well, since they were before. Yeah, so. they? They're on number we will, uh, 31. 31. Okay. Man, that's not very far. No. So we'll circle back around to this in a little bit. We don't want to get too far ahead of it because uh, we like to cover it as it comes out. Yeah. So we will circle back to this again. Remember, if you want to, if you want to read the, listen to the first half of the ones we covered, yeah. that was episode forty. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can the tune into. Link that. to the list is attached to this podcast. Exciting. So all right. I tend to. So what do you yeah. got coming up at the library? 
Oh boy. Talk library well, news. this is the uh well we're going clo- into Labor we're Day. Labor Day, yeah, yeah. So remember that. Um, and then September 9th, we're showing Jungle Book okay. at three thirty. Okay. Our first after school matinee yeah, of back, the year. Back in the game. Yeah. Sorry, kids. And then that Monday, right after that, we're showing Curious George at three thirty. Yeah. Is that That's the Will Ferrell one? The original? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, sealed. Yep. Um, and then we're starting a uh, after school card game thing for teens that's exciting that's the 13th that's at 3 30 until about uh, or 3 to 5 i'm sorry so that's for Yu-Gi-Oh cards magic cards pokemon cards uh the other cards naruto cards they play those too okay so cool i already talked about which ones i've played yeah so we've got our first concert for the we're kind of back in session now now that uh, music on the lawn does concerts over the summer we're yeah. back in our fall season now so coming up first we have uh double shot which is a a country acoustics duo, very good, coming out uh, here September 15th. First time we've had them here in the auditorium, so okay. it's, a, it's a new group for and us. This is uh, Thursday, September 15th at 7 o'clock. So and that's by that. James Patterson? No. Okay. No. Not no, Double Those shot. are book shots. Oh, okay. You're confused. But please do join us for Double Shots, <laughs> Thursday, September 15th at 7 p.m. Right. Country acoustics, you can hear some of their stuff online. I've listened to a bunch. Great nice. stuff. Book clubs are currently doing... Uh, face of a stranger though we're wrapping that up now so by the time you hear this we'll probably be done and next we're moving on to girl on a train by paula hawkins so grab your copy before people snatch it up it's it's about to get real popular again because Uh, of the movie in fact i've already ordered a second copy for us good job yeah i've already read it oh okay back when must have been like last september Okay, yeah, I think you read it early. Yeah. Uh, The other book club, Contemporary Classics, right now is doing Love May Fail by Matthew Quick. That means the 22nd. Uh, Yep, and then when that finishes up, we're going to be digging into 44 Scotland Street by Alexander McCall Smith. That book club will meet right before we meet the man himself. So if you want to uh, bone up on his work before he gets here, I hope you'll join what us day for is, 44 uh, Scotland Street. Alexander McCall Smith coming? That's October 20th, Thursday. Ooh, yep. exciting. Yep. Uh, hey, congratulations, Nick Gunning. You oh, are yeah. the new director of the David A. Hale Public Library. Yeah. So, yep. congratulations. Just recently announced. Thank you. From all the books. Thank you. And from all our listeners. Thank I you. got you this uh, pen set mm-hmm. oh, as a gift. My wife got me that, but uh, I'm glad that you like it. That's something. Oh, I mean, I took this pen. I thought about stealing oh. it, but I have returned it to so, you. Well, I guess technically you stole it for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, this is our, this is our first yeah. podcast yeah. post. So, uh, technically... You're my boss now. I've always been your boss. This is so that's, strange. That's you, I have you always all these, forget. I have, I have all these I'm peer reviews. I'm glad you get it now, but you've always... It's just strange. Yeah. I have all these peer reviews yeah. written and saved. Uh-huh. I've, I've been waiting to take out. Now, I can't. So you, all this time, you just thought I was just overly critical and, and bossy? Yeah, I didn't understand you? what your problem oh, okay. was. But, right. I mean, I, it makes sense okay. you were training for sure. this moment. I understand. So... Okay. Uh, well, thank, thank we can't you. be friends thank anymore. Thank you and all the books for the <laughs> yeah. congratulations. Uh, remember to rate us on iTunes. We got a nice, I got a newer review recently, and that was nice to see. So thank you for really? that. Really, I haven't been to the iTunes yeah. in a while. Oh, so we like ratings and reviews. It helps people Do find we? us. Uh, so tell your friends, retweet us, share us. Uh, you can always find us at All the Book Show on Twitter if you want to chat with us. Uh, we <laughs> specifically can, can, Nick. Yeah, you can download. Uh, or just stream on SoundCloud, yeah. soundcloud.com slash all the books on iTunes. We got a YouTube page. Remember, episode 50, there was a full video. So if you yeah. want to see the thing, you can go back. Yeah. The rest of them are on there just as uh, audio. If you want to see what we look like when we do the podcast and eating cheesy bread, yeah. watch the video. Yeah. We didn't eat any cheesy bread, no, but we should. Next great. time, we should just eat really been, gross food while doing really the good. podcast. It would have been really good. So you yeah. can find us there. You can email us at wellsville at stls.org, or you can find us on Facebook at David yeah. Howe Public Library. We want to know. Uh, what you got coming up, uh, what you want us to talk about. We're going to be talking about audiobooks, what makes a good audiobook, what, 
What makes a bad audiobook? Yeah, right. Some some of the best That'll readers, be. some of the worst readers. So we definitely want to hear from yeah. you on that. So yeah. if you know a reader that you follow, send us. If you know one to stay away from, send us to that. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear about it. So yeah. anything else you want to say before we sign uh, off, buddy? Nothing. Hey, uh, next week we're going to be talking about the best Jungle Book adaptations. Really? No, we're not. That would be kind of fun. Uh no, I got. Oh, look at this! Oh boy, we were rated on iTunes five stars. <laughs> I told, yeah, I told you. All right, all right. Anyway, that's it for us for episode fifty-five. Tune in next week, and we'll see you then. Plays out, Ben. Mm-hmm.